A student-run radio show broadcasting from U of T. Hear voices and experience cultures from all over the world. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Megan from Scotland and you're listening to Tracks From Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Hello everyone and welcome to Tracks From Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Seth Martosh and I'm sitting here with... Jesse McDougall. Hey Seth, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Well, we're enjoying a long weekend and uh, today we don't have our co-host Alex Traxel, Traxel in the building, um, but he's enjoying Thanksgiving with his family, as everyone should be able to do. Yes, it's super exciting uh, to be in the studio again and to be celebrating Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yesterday, I went over to see um, my girlfriend's grandmother in Oshawa and to see how they celebrate Thanksgiving. It was a bit of an Italian Thanksgiving. They had some, you know, meatballs and, and spaghetti, and not. I don't think the pilgrims were eating meatballs and spaghetti way back when, but uh, yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, very delicious. Either way, it's good, whatever you're eating, I think. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, we're going to be visiting Scotland. We had a great conversation with Megan over the past week, and you're going to hear some super interesting Scottish music and 
about Megan's recent journey here to Canada. Yeah, so I met Megan in a, a class, MUS 212. It's a class in the arts and science sciences at U of T. Uh, and it's a course about Middle Eastern music. So Megan came from Scotland. She wanted to learn a bit more about music. And she came on to speak with you and Alex. Before we get to that interview with Megan, I wanted to ask you, Seth, what is something you're thankful for? And then I'll share something I'm thankful for. For me, I just have to say, you know, living in Canada and being able to be free, express my opinions and mm -hmm. values. And, you know, there's a lot of places in the world where that's not the case. And I'm thankful to be living here and to have that opportunity. Yeah. What yeah. About for, yourself? Well, I mean, just, just recently, I've, I've been thankful for the fact that Canada gets along well with its neighbor, the United States. So many cases around the world, borders are uh, fraught with conflict. Uh, but here in Canada, all of that uh, negotiation over territory was done long before I was here. And I, I'm glad that we have a peaceful relationship with the U.S. of A. I also want to ask Matthew on the boards. Matthew, what are you thankful for? Well, as a wise man once put it, art is how you decorate space and music is how you decorate time. And mm. uh, I guess I'm thankful for the existence of music. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So um, can you tell us a brief, briefly, Seth, what is some of the music we're going to hear today? Yeah, so today we're going to hear some of the tracks that Megan requested to hear. Uh, some great typical Scottish music from uh, Gene Redpath, yeah. as well as more current uh, tracks from Current Affairs, and some interesting music coming out of Canada with Scottish roots as well. That's absolutely right. Natalie McMaster you'll hear at the end of the show. And at the top of the show, you heard Donovan with his song, Hurdy Gurdy Man. I'm not sure what a hurdy gurdy man is, but I love that track. Well, we're about to get into the first interview. Uh, take it away. So I'm from a city called Glasgow in Scotland in the UK. And uh, I've actually lived there my entire life. I'm 31 years old. So this is my first time actually moving away and living somewhere else. Um, Glasgow is, I th think it's the biggest city in Scotland, but when you've lived there for a while, it doesn't feel like it. Plus, Scotland's fairly small, so Glasgow's kind of small as well. What caused you to uh, want to come overseas then? I think actually being in Glasgow my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> um, I just wanted to go and explore another place and... The exchange programme at my university sort of offered that opportunity and thankfully I don't need to pay tuition fees. I'm quite lucky in Scotland you've got uh, your four, first four years covered oh. and it's my first first time like doing a higher education course so I started uni at 29 and I'm not getting any younger so I just wanted to go and explore another place. Yeah, is there anything, having grown up in Glasgow your whole life, is there anything that when you came abroad to Toronto that you were like, wow, there's something I kind of took for granted in Glasgow or something I, I hadn't noticed. Yes, tax being included in the prices <laughs> of things. So you actually know what you're paying when you go up to a till. Um, yeah, that's something I'm actually still getting used to. And probably family and friends as well. Although I have made friends quite quickly here. It's just, you know, you can't like... Going, my mum lives like a 15 minute walk from me in Glasgow mm -hmm. and actually most of my family live within walking distance um, so I can't just kind of thankfully you know modern technology allows us to kind of talk but now there's a five hour time difference so mm -hmm. just little things like that you kind of notice how much you miss them more. So what uh, what do you study that brought you from 
Scotland here? I study, um, I'm doing a joint degree at the University of Glasgow. Um, I study music and English language and linguistics. That was actually the kind of English language and linguistics aspect of it was sort of what brought me here to an English speaking place. Um, I initially wanted to go somewhere in Europe um, plus I thought it would be a bit cheaper, you know. <laughs> but there weren't many linguistics courses taught in English. I've got a particular interest in sign languages. I used to be a support worker. I'm somewhat fluent in British Sign Language and next semester I'm taking a beginner's American Sign Language course, which is entirely different from British Sign Language, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning that. What, what drew you to sign language and being a support worker? I think initially unemployment and boredom and also just realise well, I don't have uh, deaf people in my family and I think it was a bit of curiosity to be honest and learning that it's just like a whole sort of culture you know you get deaf people who maybe would use the word deaf with a lowercase d but there's like the capital d which is a sort of identity marker so you get people who really um, embrace that aspect of them and uh, you do get, just because it's got its own like linguistic identity, you know, different deaf communities, uh, depending on where you go. Even within the UK, you've got different kind of regional variations of British Sign Language, and it's so fascinating to me. Yeah, well, I, I feel like especially as people who aren't from Britain, when we hear so many different dialects within Britain, that's something that really stands out to us. Is it, It's almost like that's mirrored in sign language to an extent. Yeah, I think so, and I'm sure you'd find that here as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that the difference between British Sign Language and American Sign Language is similar to the difference between like British English and Canadian or American English? Um, well, to be honest, I don't actually know any American Sign Language. It's a total beginner's course I'm taking, but I think the difference is to do with where um, the schools were set up years ago. And I think uh, American Sign Language is very closely linked to French Sign Language and they're very different, like British Sign Language has the manual alphabet, you know, you used to kind of spell out letters is on two hands, whereas in American Sign Language it's on one hand. Mm. Seems like you need a bit more dexterity for that one. Yeah. Um, Do you want to kick us off into uh, one of the songs that you brought? Um, I think this is the most relevant thing to what I've been talking about. It's a band called Current Affairs. And uh, this is a song from an album they just brought out this year called Off the Tongue, and the song's called No Fuss. You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and we're going to take a short music break and be back with some more chat with Megan.
89.5 FM. You just heard a song from the band Current Affairs, which Megan thankfully introduced us to. I wanted to ask you, Megan, a bit about uh, the music scene in Toronto, if you've been at all. Have you been to any shows? I actually joined um, a samba band here. In, like They rehearse in Kensington Market. They're called Samba Legua. I think they've been going for a while. And I drum in a, a women's drumming group back in Glasgow and they're very community focused and I was really missing that. So I found an equivalent here and they've very warmly welcomed me and it's been really nice. So I was thinking because on the topic of world music, uh, Donovan's a big Scottish singer, right? And, and he sort of introduces a lot of different influences from all over the world to his music. Is, is there something about... Um, that sort of curiosity of world music that you think is sort of present in, in Scottish music? or I think, well, I think he was, um, like, I think, was it the Hurdy Gurdy Man came out in the 60s? I have a note of this summer. Hold on. Excuse <laughs> me a wee moment. The most prepared guest. Yeah, yeah, just so you know. Oh, thank you. I wish I could be like this with my actual, <laughs> you know, uni work. Um, I, he's from Maryhill in Glasgow, which is just up the road from me. Um... But yeah, I think like, you know, the Beatles sort of did their mm. whole, oh, we're mm. in India. Mm. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of sort of transcendental meditation stuff involved with. Mm -hmm. So I think Donovan did a similar thing. Right. So I think that sort of informed a lot of that 60s psychedelia and stuff. Um, and you obviously hear aspects of that in, in that song, Hurdy Gurdy Man. And even the lyrics are just like, what? <laughs> right. You know, what were you taking? Um, but I love that song so much. It's so good. Right. I'm sure we'll get a, a chance to listen to some Donovan later on. <laughs> but are there any artists that are big in Scotland but haven't made it internationally? I think I gave you a song by Ivor Cutler. I mean, he's you know, no longer with us. Um, he passed a while ago and he had a bit of a cult following in Scotland. He's also from Glasgow and uh, he's definitely worth looking into. Well, I'm sure we'll have a chance still to listen to uh, these artists and uh, they, they can have their plug either way and mm -hmm. people can make up their minds. Where else in Scotland besides Glasgow do you think that people visiting should keep on their radar? I'm not meant to say this, but Edinburgh is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really pretty. <laughs> It's got different architecture. It's a bit more kind of hilly. Only being here um, for a short month, what, at least like you said, it's very hilly. What have you noticed topographically or differences between there and here? Oh, do you know, like, obviously Glasgow is the only sort of point of reference I have in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, so I, I kind of walk about going, that's a bit like Glasgow. Oh, mm. that's a bit like, you know, I can't help myself. But actually, I think Toronto is quite it's got that same kind of grid-like thing, so it's it's fairly easy to navigate. I'm still, like, getting my bearings, though. Mm. I just know that the CN Tower is south, and that's about it. Good to know. Took took me way too long to realise that also. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just follow the big uh, big needle of the sky. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like that has, like, any sort of effect on you, the, the difference of, like, the hills versus Toronto being, like, really flat? Um, well, I mean, Glasgow's not particularly hilly, okay. um, especially in the actual city. It's not that different, to be honest. I think the main thing that puzzled me was like trying to sort of rewire my brain to look for cars coming from the other side of the road, because you drive on the right-hand side of the road here, and that took me actually a couple of days to just, you know, 
even crossing at a pedestrian crossing, I was still like, oh, I'm going to get run over here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. It's, it's almost like there, there are so many little things that people might not notice going between different countries, like the, the prices, including tax and, mm-hmm. and, all, and you know, driving on which side of the road. Oh, yeah, that definitely another thing I took for granted. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Megan, do you want to give us another one of your music recommendations? Yeah, I'll give you a wee silly song. Um, this is a sort of novelty comic song uh, that came out in 1960 by a sort of a Scottish um, musician and entertainer called Andy Stewart. It's called Donald Was Your Trousers. It's like a sort of joke about a man going about in his kilt in sort of polite English society and how he would never be seen in trousers, you know. Wow, so we're gonna be we're gonna be going back to a hit of yesteryear here. Uh, you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIET eighty nine point five FM, and this is Donald Wear Your Trousers by Andy Stewart. <laughs> Donald, where's your trousers? 
high But the wind blow low Through the streets and the kids I go Donald, where's your true love? Excuse me? Sir, you on the bicycle Would you pull over to the side of the road, please? Have you had anything to drink tonight, sir? At the window high, at the window low, at the window high, at the window low. Donald, where's your trousers? At the window high, at the window low, through the streets of Macintyre, all the lassies shout hello. One last trick. When the sun comes up, I will leave without a fight. The world is mine tonight.
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. We are here with Megan from Scotland. <laughs> Did you notice anything like uh, here in, in Canada or in Toronto that the cuisines are different in any way or were you surprised that it had similarities? Well, I think probably like loads of major cities, but more so here, there's a lot of like cultural diversity in mm-hmm. Toronto. And I think that's one thing I noticed as soon as I came. I was like, wow, especially, like, you know, especially in terms of food. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's so much to try here. So like it was difficult to get to know, you know, what's what's considered traditional Canadian. I think you get that in Scotland as well, because a lot of the, you know, the cultures merge and then it's like mm-hmm. this becomes part of the sort of culinary thing here. Because yeah. I think Scotland, I think it is quite sort of meat heavy, a lot of the sort of traditional stuff. Um, and I'm vegetarian, so I don't really eat it. I was trying to explain what haggis is to Jesse earlier, um, and I was like trying to like big up veggie haggis <laughs> because you get it's called like um, awful, O F F A L, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's like bits, just bits of yeah, animal, part of the animal. Bits. I don't know exactly. But haggis is so it's it's got the awful, but then it's like mixed with oats and things like that as well and spices so veggie haggis is not that you know obviously you won't get that meaty taste but if it, i love veggie haggis it's like one of my favorite things to eat I, I don't have to wait for a special occasion to have veggie haggis i'll just have it whenever i want <laughs> and you know again i know it's relatively early on but have you found any uh scottish community here in toronto do you know i've literally met one guy from Scotland on the bus from St Clair West and uh, was, I think I was just like wow we should swap numbers <laughs> I was a bit like I don't know if I freaked him out but I have been put in touch with people from my women's uh, drumming group back in Glasgow a couple of members have relatives in Toronto so they've put me in touch with them and so there's a bit of a Scottish link there. Mm-hmm. I've completely forgot a friend. I've got a friend who's also here from <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> um, she's like she's not a student, but she's doing like a work program thing. Um, yeah. I have another question. Are uh, you or your family big into football at all? Yes. Uh, well, not me. So my dad's really into. It. He's a Rangers fan. <laughs> my mum's a Celtic fan, and. My dad actually tried to keep us somewhat neutral, like give us a sort of mm. somewhat neutral team to support when we were younger. So he got his little Aberdeen jumpers <laughs> when we were wee. And um, I remember this boy walking past the street going, Aberdeen or shine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I felt embarrassed. But no, I don't really, I, I think I, tr- I watched a Partick Thistle game. They're like my mm. local team. And I think occasionally I watch women's football just because you see more of it now. It's like, you know, mm. um, but I'm not like massive. I, I wouldn't even say I'm a football fan, yeah, actually. Yeah. Do you want to say a bit about where you're heading in the future? Where where you want to go after university? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'll have to go back to Glasgow to do my, my fourth year. Mm. And I'm hoping to go back with slightly fresher eyes and a kind of renewed love for for my hometown. I think I'm just going to see how I get on with like dissertation stuff. I don't want to think too far ahead <laughs> but I think I would quite like to um, 
probably look into postgrads and um, further sort of training related to uh, British Sign Language especially. That's great. Well, Megan, uh, it's been great having you on. Thank you so much for coming. Is there any song that you want to leave us with? Yes, actually, and I only came across this uh, yesterday. Um, I'm going to pretend I've known about it for ages, I haven't. Um, I mean, I do know of Jean Redpath, and she was an important Scottish folk singer, musician and uh, educator, and I think she memorised about 400 folk songs. And later in her life, she moved to the States. She learned sort of American folk songs and um, taught them and taught, you know, lectured on folklore and stuff. But this song, um, Hushaba, it basically is like a wee sort of Scots uh, term to sort of say to a child, like, you know, Hushabye, you know, Hushabye baby, that kind of thing to help lull them to sleep. And it's completely a cappella. And um, it's quite a sad song. I think it's about like a mother and child who've possibly been abandoned uh, by the father and she's just sort of reflecting on her, her life and her youth and now she's got this bairn. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful. I'm really glad I encountered it. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show and for giving us uh, an insight into this great music. This is going to be Jean Redpath. When I was no but sweet sixteen and beauty I am blooming oh it's little at all that I think that at seventeen I'd be greeting oh but the great gangs for your feather oh. If I hadn't been a good wee lass and in my mommy's bedding I wouldn't be sitting at this fireside singing hash to my bastard Bernie. Hash a bone, you am your ma, hash a bone, Bernie. Hash a bone, am your ma. But the great cans for your feather. Oh. It's keep it me fra lokan dikes, fra balls and free wadens. Oh. It's keen me balance to my stays. And that's in the latest fashion, oh. Heshebonu am yon ma, But the great gangs was your feather, oh.
You just heard Hishiba by Gene Redpath. Thank you so much, Megan, for the incredible interview and conversation mm -hmm. and, you know, tracks that we were introduced to. Yeah. I was just telling you, Seth, before uh, we hopped on the microphone, I don't think we've ever played a song quite like that on tracks from abroad. Yeah. An acapella track very somber a very quiet but a powerful song and if any listeners have ever heard that song have any comments for us you can send us an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm what did you think of that gene redpath yeah it's definitely definitely different you know kind of something that's a little introspective calm mm -hmm. makes you think mm -hmm. so it's great and you mentioned uh, uh a, a certain comedy show that's popular in Scotland that you guys were talking about after the the mic stopped rolling. What was that? Yeah, it was it was great. We mentioned this show called Lemmy's Show, which um, from what I understand it was popular in Scotland when it, it was airing, a very offbeat kind of humor that that uh that this creator had made and we talked to Megan about it. She she's a big fan. Mm -hmm. If you are into that type of humor, you know, uh, right. something a little bit, <laughs> a little bit off the beaten path, a little bit different, then you know, I definitely recommend it. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, in that show, it seems to play a lot on accents, and I do think that Megan had one of the most recognizable accents of all. For but sure. but if I think back, you know, we've talked to. 80 plus students from around the world at U of T. And there's some, there've been some really great actors. I think Trinidad. I'm going to yeah. shout out Shamil, Shamil uh, Muhammad, I think his last name might be. I think that was episode 30 or 32. He had a great um, Caribbean accent. I love that one as well. Awesome. Well, upcoming on the show, you're going to hear a couple of songs from Jason Wilson, who is an artist, uh, Canadian artist with Scottish roots mm -hmm. and blending some Caribbean music actually as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. So some reggae, Scottish inspired uh, tracks we're going to hear. Well, great. Well, I look forward to hearing that. And um, I hope everybody's having a nice Thanksgiving out there. Uh, this is uh, a bit of a colder. We've had a cold turn here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, looking forward to reading week coming up here too. All right. That's enough from me. Matthew, let's get into that uh, song. Jason Wilson right here on Tracks from Abroad. Have a chance, but the chaff will shouldn't be winnowed on the threshing floor at the communal dance. We only need be one single one song for every would be bridegroom. Little did they can, I'm the man with a brand new bottle of French perfume. Here's Lake Dune, it's a brilliant green voice parade. Yes, it clean, the pit by towels of freight. The hall reeks of smoke and it's rain for a fool. 
to sail the sea But she's quite contemplative And she dances like a soft summer breeze Does my lass who works in the cooperative One, two, three, good luck for me Just step on a woodbine packet Led by the lake to my great little sick My head is banging the racket Here's Lake Adun It's a brew cream boys parade Nancy clean The pit map towns of rain You choke with the smoke And it's rain for a full fortnight I would here on the floor Where my last fader's story An evening in Paris It's an evening in Paris In Cumnock Atlantic Ocean 
You just heard two tracks from Jason Wilson, the, An Evening in Paris in Cumnock Tonight, and Koila the Plowman Song. Super interesting mix of, uh, of that fusion. It was, it was. Before. You said that song, threw, the last one, threw you for a loop with the Scottish yeah. and the, uh, I guess, reggae Jamaican sure. influences. And that song just recently, the whole album came yeah. out recently, eh? Yeah, uh, I think about 10 days ago on the 29th of September. Right. So, uh, fairly new new introduction for that one yeah well you're doing some great research Seth I want to applaud you on that and we you know you and I have and Alex our other co-host who will be back next week we have a whole list of like 150 Canadian artists that are Mm -hmm. making international music that we can draw from yeah Um, if anyone's out there wanting to get their song on our show please send us an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm here's an artist that we may get if we got this artist on our show that'd be pretty outstanding this is natalie mcmaster you're going to hear to wrap up the show one of my mom's favorite artists have you heard of this artist no not previously so she's from uh, nova scotia not a um uh not a violin player a fiddle a fiddle player totally different uh uh uh, she's from nova scotia um and really well known in Canada as a fiddle player playing Celtic music and influence from Scotland as well. If my mom is listening, this one, I think she played this in the car a lot. We had a few CDs of Natalie McMaster. So here she is coming up on Tracks from Abroad. And uh, thank you very much for listening to our show today. Thanks for Megan. Thanks to Megan for coming on the show. And here is Natalie McMaster, uh, Fiddler's Despair. You'll hear Indigenous Waves coming up right after this. Let's get natural. You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and here's some Natalie Mercer. Thank you, Jesse. Beautiful. <laughs> 